0: Craig Williams for the Meridian Engaging Bobcats podcast. Each month, we sit down with game changers from within the Meridian school community and talk about things that matter to all of us, but especially to the outcomes of our kids. Today, we catch up with someone who's been making a difference in our community from behind the scenes in ways most people seldom consider. Randy Gardner is the Director of Maintenance for Meridian, and he supervises a 10-person crew who make sure the buildings and all the mechanical systems serving them remain clean, functional, and safe. When there's a new playground, a new roof, fencing system to install, Randy is the person the district turns to to make sure it's done right. In advance of last month's field day, Randy even saw to it that a 100-foot zip line was installed on the grounds for the students to enjoy. In short, There isn't any aspect of the school day that doesn't directly benefit from the work Randy and his team performs. So Mr. Green and I thought it'd be a good idea to sit down with Randy and just learn a little bit more about him. Spoiler alert, the man can knock out a tune. (laughs) Well, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. morning. You know, I wanted to get a closer look at what actually goes on behind the scenes of math classes and history lessons and ball games and board meetings, because as I understand the basic process behind filling classrooms with kids and putting good teachers in those rooms, I'm not so clear, though, on the process of making sure those rooms are ready to roll when the bell rings. But I've been in your building a number of times, and I can say for a fact that those classrooms are sanitary. I mean, those things are clean. In fact, I think I've said it more than once, that place shines like no school I've ever seen. So what I want to know, Randy, is what your day looks like. Can you walk me through a typical day? What's it take to maintain Meridian at the level that you all are maintaining it? And who does what? I know you got a staff of 10 guys or so. Talk to me about what it takes. Well, my day
1: starts about 10 minutes till 6 in the morning. I come in. I walk around. I check all the rooms. We make sure that everything was taken care of the night before. Me and the custodians, the two guys that come in during the days, we touch base to see if there was anything wrong. Uh, I go and I check all the air conditioners, the heaters. Most of that's done on a computer now that I've got a system that I can check everything to make sure everything's operating right. Then I check all my emails for all the people that – need a little something done the next day and you prioritize everything that you do. I mean, you know, some things is just what they just want done and then there's
0: other things that need done. What are some of the things that fall on the list like that? Are we talking about, you know, broken chair? Are we talking about a, you know, a a smart board that fell off the wall? What kinds of things are we talking about? Well, uh, mostly that has to do with,
1: uh, either something leaking like a toilet or a sink uh you know that's something that has to be done right then my air's not working it's too cold it's too hot the room wouldn't clean the way they wanted it right it it, it all just depends i mean if it's monday morning i know
0: i'm gonna get loaded up and most time on friday it's not that bad I grew up in a small motel in Pinckneyville, and my parents taught me how to change a thermocouple when I was 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. Back in the day when thermocouples were still a thing, now it's not, sure. you don't have them anymore. Uh, when, when you think about your buildings, I know you've got some of your building that is um, a little bit more of a legacy building, shall we say, and then you've got part of it that's a little bit newer. What are the different demands between those two buildings that, that you have to deal with? Well, we're replacing a lot of stuff right
1: now uh, as far as all new windows, air conditioning and heating. We're getting a new roof, working on putting in some new floors. We're getting all the bathrooms all redone. So we're, we're definitely changing things to where we didn't have a lot of the problems that, that I used to come into.
0: Now, you're, you're a guy, as I understand, because, again, we spoke for for the story coming out in the June fusion issue, so I know a little bit about your backstory, but you, you're kind of a renaissance man of can-do. I mean, you've been doing welding since you're knee-high. It sounds to me like you've been around a lot of different, uh, you know, engineering tasks and maybe millwright-type tasks and uh, a little bit of everything. You ran a construction company for 20 years or so. You, you know, you've been around enough concrete that... You probably fill the Hoover Dam with it. What does it take to challenge you? Do you have anything that you've ever stumbled upon down there that you just scratch your head and say, you could get somebody that knows more than I do about this? Uh we've had several playgrounds. We've got 40 acres
1: out here, and I don't know that we're not gonna have a swing on every drop of it. You know, fence work, you know, uh the ball fields, getting ready for the basketball games. You know, right now we're getting ready for graduation, and and that takes a lot to try to set up and keep everybody going at the same time. While you've got the gym set up with two hundred chairs,
0: and so so basically that place doesn't function without you and your team. I mean, let's just call it what well, it is. I mean, no, absolutely not.
2: Well, you don't you yeah. don't even know because uh, uh, you know what he was doing Monday. What was he doing Monday? He was uh, building a zip line for our field day coming up here in a couple <laughs> weeks. That's it was his time. idea, and so he's he's concocted a zip line that runs from the baseball field to a pole. Matter of fact, I think he smashed his
0: finger, got it caught when he was tightening it down the other day. But uh, it's only, uh, how many how many feet does it run, Randy? Hundred. So did you go with three eighths or quarter
1: inch? Uh, this one here runs on a quarter inch line. And did you use a camellon? Did you use it? It's it for two hundred and fifty. Yeah, it comes with a turnbuckle, but I ended up having to put a come-along on it because I couldn't get all the slack out of it. So I put a come-along on it, and I
0: pulled it, and then I put the turnbuckle back on it. Buddy, you know you pretty much crossed off all the the boxes once you put up a zip line. (laughs) You you, you put one of those things up, you're in business, man. He came came to me three or four weeks ago, and he said, hey, for
2: the field day, I got an idea. I go, yeah, what's that? He said, I'm going to put a zip line up. And I go, huh? I'm not really sure our insurers are
0: going to like that idea, but uh, um, why not? Go ahead. Such a a great idea. I love it. I love it. They're going to have a ball on it. I mean, I I guarantee you. Yeah. Do you have, do you have a, what, like five feet of spring at the bottom or so?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's fantastic. And i also have a person down there that's going to make sure that they (laughs) remain seated till the ride's over.
0: That's outstanding. You know, John, you've been involved in leadership in, in several other what I would call pretty well-maintained schools, but there is something special about Meridian, and I'm not, this is not just idle flattery. I've been in a lot of schools in my life, and and that place is Sano. It really is. So, John, what, what's the secret sauce what Randy here brings to the table? What What is he, what makes him remarkable? Well, he's been
2: able to, uh, I know this, we've had quite a bit of turnover since I've been here with uh, the uh, custodial staff and uh, with some retirements and different things that have happened. And he's been able to recruit and get people in here who, quite frankly, just love being here. They appreciate what they do and appreciate uh, why they're here. And that's because, uh, you know, he's been hiring really good people will work hard and they understand what he expects him to do. And so that is the biggest thing and two, they know what the expectations are and, and they'll drop everything just like that and go take care of it. Um, and the other part about that, I think a lot of times the example you set yeah, that you're willing to pitch in and help You're not just telling somebody to go do something, that you actually will stand alongside them and work with them. I think that that is always a a tremendous message. And so they know that they're going to be here. I mean, we get winter weather, unless they can't get out, they're here. Yeah. And he's the first one out here. He's out here every, during the weekends, checking, make sure everything's, good running by the school on Saturdays and Sundays, or if he's not able to do it, making sure one of the other people runs by here to uh, check on stuff. And so, you know, I think those are all the reasons why uh, we're able to do those things. Now there's always stuff that we possibly can do better. Sure. And we continue to work on those things. And, and part of that process is some of the some of this, uh, things in the, this old building there's just certain things you can't do because yeah. of the age or the lack of care in, in the past that may have damaged things, such as, you know, uh, overwaxing the floors and never taking care of them. There could be something buried in them for, from, from years or uh, a decision made whenever they decided to change something uh, plumbing-wise or something that probably wasn't the right way to do it. Right. But we're trying to fix those things and, right. and fix those things by replacing floors and redoing the bathrooms and those things. Uh one that way we have less things to constantly work on fixing, two right. obviously make our buildings more efficient, look better. Right. Three, should make it a lot easier to take care of yeah. and do upkeep. Yeah. Um, so all of those things also enhanced in what we're able to do uh, as far as cosmetically. Yeah. Uh, because I think that a lot of times I mean, it's just like anything else. You walk into a place that looks in disarray, doesn't look like it's taken care of. How can you expect people to respect it and want to take care of it?
0: It's a reflection. It, it, it's a reflection upon expectations and it's a reflection on the people who work inside of that building and who learn inside of that building, isn't it? How do you expect your kids to learn? How you expect your staff to work and those types of things? But
2: uh, that's the one thing I can say. He's got really good people who yeah. will really, I mean,
0: pitch in. they've got a good crew. Very good crew. Randy, why don't you well, throw, throw a little shine on that crew? Talk to me a little bit about uh, your, your pride in your crew. Very dependable.
1: Most of them now have quite a bit of knowledge about what goes on. You don't have to stand over the top of them all day long. I mean, I know – when they know there's something to be done, I don't have to worry about going and checking. I know it's going to get done. And that's, that's a big key right there, you know, to not have to backtrack on everything that's done in the school. Yeah. And uh, that, that turns me loose to go outside. I've been working on the parking lot today, and I know everything in the school right now as far as how the school is going to run as far as the custodial staff. I know all that's taken care of. Yeah. So it turns me loose to go out and do what I need to do. Yep. Try to get done before the rain
0: and, you know. Yep. You know, I think about what you do and how you're supported by John. And I think that, you know, most parents and maybe members of the community don't even really stop to think. and, And I can't blame them for it. I mean, most people wouldn't, but all of this finds its way into the lives of these school kids it finds its way into their learning. It finds, their way, it finds its way into their outcomes. And it, I think, enables them to be better students and more productive students. Wouldn't you agree, John? Yeah, and I think the thing that also haven't mentioned is that the, the custodians and people at work,
2: including, you know, and Randy, they, they really care about the kids. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some of them have kids that are in school or grandkids that are in school, uh, but we also have others that don't have any kids in school currently and they generally care about the kids, generally care about the kids well-being and, you know, uh, they'll be the ones up over there helping open milk at lunch or, uh, pull open the che- string cheese for the kindergartner that can't get it open, Right. right? those types of things. And they're not standing away, um, they're not saying that's not my job. Right. They're, 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 they're pitching it. And so right. those, are, those are all big keys for, for why those things are happening. The other thing is, is you know, I think that we've uh, got other people that are part of the staff, uh, teachers and whatnot, who pitch in and do things, too, when needed. Oh, yeah. Uh, either, either asked or not asked. You know, Mr. Trover likes to chop up trees and prune stuff and work outside, and he likes yeah. to get out his little bitty uh, chainsaw that he's got a holster for that he carries around. Yeah, it looks like, a, like he's
1: Clint Eastwood or something walking around with a gun in his pocket, but really it's a little chainsaw runs on a battery. That's fantastic. You know, I can see a
0: quick draw on a pruning
1: job. Yeah, yeah. He goes around and does a pruning job, then he leaves the mess.
0: <laughs> well, you he know, does an excellent job pruning and planting the fire, but it's all about the I don't want to clean it up for him, right? Well, you know, I I think I know why those teachers pitch in and why others pitch in. It goes back to what you said earlier, John, about Randy. It not not very many people are gonna outwork him, and I suspect that because of that they respect him and they'll throw in to, you know, help bring that place together when need be or when there's somebody shorthanded or something needs to be done or what have you. I think you set good example for people that you know they're on your team and you're gonna have a lot easier uh, row to hoe. Wouldn't you agree, Randy?
1: Yeah. It's uh there's a lot of good people work here. Yeah. Well
0: you're very fortunate.
1: Yes. And through the uh Going through all the virus situation and everything, everybody really chipped in, you know, as far as keeping things clean, helping us stay on top of it. The kids, the kids even chipped in and cleaned and, you know, it's and, it, and it's carried on even after the virus is let up. It's still it's still going. Everybody's still kept up the cleaning part of it. Wow. It's it's really it's changed the way things was before.
0: Well, so. that's that's remarkable. We call that a silver lining, don't we? Yes. You know, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have wished COVID upon our community, but the fact that yeah. we had to deal with it produced some outcomes. True. Yeah. Greg,
2: there's a you know there's also a couple other things. Uh, you know, uh, Randy's nephew
0: is Alex Washam. Oh, is that right? What a fine young man! I really yeah. enjoyed talking to Alex. Yeah, he's good boy. And Alex, when uh,
2: he's you know, when school's not in session and he's not teaching, he comes back and works uh, in the maintenance department with Randy, and a lot of times helps special projects. And and we have other teachers who will come back and work on breaks uh, or pitch in. And, and then one of the other things that we've started doing in the last couple of years is we've now got some student workers, and you're familiar with that because at Pickneyville we had some that were that were working and. Typically, we've always done it just in the summer, but this year we've started doing it where they'll actually work after school for about okay. four hours. Okay. And um, we really had some success with, with uh, okay. a, a few people, uh, a few kids, and one, puts a little money in their pocket. Two, uh, gives a little work ethic. Yep. Peace and work. But probably the most important thing, it also helps them build a, to have some respect. Yes. For this building because they have to live in it. But also now they're having to, they're helping us take care of it. Yes. Which they impart that then to their classmates who aren't doing that. uh, Don't throw that
0: on the floor or don't leave that there. Well, you mentioned the word respect and I'll I'll go back again to something that Randy said in our conversation uh, that we had several weeks ago. Um, Self-respect. I mean, that was a theme, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. You want to see these students have self-respect. And I think your words, your exact words were, or I don't know the exact words, but basically what you said was, look, they can have self-respect and they can learn to work. They can go anywhere. These kids are smart. They can do anything. So by giving them that opportunity, uh, you're really providing them with some leverage, which is a wonderful thing. And it's really the best thing that we can do for kids. Guys, I really appreciate
2: anything else, John? Yeah, there's two things that you need to know about Randy. Tell me. One, he's hilarious. He's one heck of a joke uh, teller. And, I've heard, uh, I've heard about pretty, this. He's pretty pretty quick on the draw with uh, thoughts or one liners. Matter of fact, he can get uh, Trover in stitches in <laughs> about
0: five seconds. Uh, but he's also one heck of a singer. No way. What do you? What kind of what kind of singing do you do? <laughs> Did John tell you we had a karaoke session planned for the end of this podcast?
1: <laughs> There's usually a few things that goes along with that.
2: <laughs> uh, he'll whip out a tune there once. Oh yeah, he's quite quite the quite the voice. I would say it's mainly a, a country rock vibe, right? Probably somewhere in there, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, somewhere
0: in
1: there. Maybe you know. between Aerosmith and gospel. Somewhere.
0: <laughs> I, in there. I, I was gonna go somewhere between Rascal Flats and the Eagles, but that's fine. I got you. Yeah. Oh, the Eagles are my favorite group. Yeah, I'd go with you on that one. I <laughs> yeah. put it right up there for me, too. Well, you're lucky to be able to have people that can laugh and you can have a little fun with each other and you can let loose. Absolutely. It doesn't sound to me like it's an uptight environment at all. So you, <laughs> you know there's nothing worse than hating to go to your job. I'd never do it. I can tell you that right yeah, now. <laughs> I mean, it's just true.
1: You know, I mean, you you got to be able to do your job and you have to like what you're doing. Yep. And have a decent, you know, not necessarily a fun time, but you you can't dread going to work or you're not going to be productive. And that's just all there is to it. I mean, you're just not. You're going to be looking all the time for something else.
0: Yep which is a really good thing for our kids to understand that think clearly about what you're going to do when you get out of school rather than just dropping into something. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, this has been great. Thanks for enduring us one more time, Randy. We appreciate you. Thank you.
1: He'll probably kill me here a little bit. Oh, yeah. He's a goner. Just (laughs) turn the camera off. I appreciate you guys.
0: Ain't no problem. As I've thought about my sit-down with Randy and had a chance to reflect on our conversation and the work he does for Meridian, I've come to a pair of realizations. One, which is very specific to Randy's contribution to the Meridian school community, and the other, a kind of general observation on the nature of the school community itself. Consider this. Every day during the school year, around 100 team members consisting of teachers, cooks, administrative assistants, coaches, aides, maintenance crew, bus drivers, administrators, counselors, social workers, and more, show up at Meridian to provide the opportunity of education, the very reason our school exists. It's quite a thing, really, when you stop to think about all the learning that takes place in just a single day. But repeat that cycle of talented, well-prepared, hardworking people arriving at our school for at minimum 176 days out of every year, and you begin to see the scale of this effort, the effort of educating our young people. Then consider that none of these people could do their jobs until and unless Randy first showed up to do his. After all, without him and his crew, there will be broken plumbing, Dirty floors, leaking roofs, inadequate heating and cooling systems. There will be broken windows, burnt out lighting, overflowing trash cans, and a whole slew of unresolved mechanical failures. There would be no school without the work he and his team performs. When we think about Meridian and the support each student receives across the whole spectrum of our school community it goes much deeper than most of us would ever imagine. There's a whole team of people behind the scenes making it all possible. So when you see them out in the community, you know what, be sure to thank those folks. Thank those folks like Randy who do so much for our students and for all of Meridian. Well, that's it for this month. I'm Craig Williams for Engaging Bobcats and I hope you'll subscribe to our podcast and be sure to tune in for every episode to stay in touch with what's happening in your school. Until next time, stay safe and stay engaged in your own journey.